Adams. It's Kyle from Fandom. And we're just having a laugh because we listened to our show last week on Diplo's Revolution. It's so funny. <laughs> Slow down, goddammit. Wait, we gave them a show? Yeah! We talk about everything. It's a great show. <laughs> Welcome to... Is everyone okay with phantoms? On Diplo's Revolution. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another Is Everyone Okay with Phantoms, the number one rated radio show globally. That is not just on Sirius, that is, I believe, just all terrestrial radio as well. And that is international, baby. Number one show. Um, these are real facts. You can look them up. Yep, just look, just Google it. You'll see. You'll see, number one. But welcome to the show, everybody. Um, trying to think, what's what's been going on, Vinny? Um, well, we were just in Houston. That was that was a fun old time out there. We played a day club. Yeah, in Houston. a day club, which was just like it's like a bottle popping place. You yeah, know? it was a good time, but uh, just the vibe there. You can always tell the promoters get pissed when you're like not playing. Um, I don't know, top forty stuff. Yeah, there's a couple sour sour promoter boys. It out happens. There. That's just the, the the kind of thing about the the curse of the DJ, if you will. It's just like. You get hired to kind of play what you play, but then in certain places, I guess if you don't necessarily play like the banging top 40 stuff, at least a little bit, they get a little mad. They get a little upset yeah. because the spenders are there. But you know what we say? Fuck the spenders. We're going to spend our time making a good set. And and what a great set it was. Yeah. The fans were out. You were dancing. Um, it was very hot out. It was it was a nice time. Yeah, Houston. It just would like thunderstorm for a second and then be clear and just start thunderstorming again. Yeah, I thought we were gonna get rained out out there. Yeah, happy we didn't. But uh, it was uh, it was fun. We found uh, the classic dive bar where the PPT or price per Tito's was four dollars. Yeah, which ranks very very high on that PPT scale. Right, the or high or low. Well, but, you know. Low on the PPT scale. High. As in, it's one of the cheapest bars we've ever found. Okay, yeah. I think our cheapest was still the one down by LAX with a three dollar and fifty cent PPT. Still looking to beat that. If you guys know of any good PPT places, let us know. But for right now, let's play some hot new house music.
Kyle and Vinny from Phantoms, and we've joined Diplo's Revolution. Thank you. 
show? I don't know why Diplo gave us a show. Is, is everyone okay with phantoms? <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Dylan. Answer your fucking phone. You guys gotta end the show. You should stop the show right now. Hand the show over to Diplo. Fuck! So got to get dirty. It was an insult, sir. Get the I know I briefly talked to you about this earlier, Kyle, but I want to tell the, the audience what my morning was like this morning. Okay. Um, so last night, I I went to bed with a bit of, I, I, it kind of felt like I was about to get sick, right? Okay. Um, but I didn't feel like I was getting sick, but I did have a swollen lymph node, which is your classic sign of like, I have a cold coming on, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. So I lay in bed and I'm just like, kind of start shivering, get a little feverish. I'm like, God, what the hell is going on with me? So I, I uh, go to sleep and when I wake up, I'm just covered in sweat, okay? Okay. I had the night sweats. It's um, something that's happened to me in the past, but not recently. Okay. And then, uh, you know, for some reason, I just pull out my phone. I'm like, I wonder what, what's going on with me. So I look up, just swollen lymph node, no like real sign of a cold. And the first thing that came up was um, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Non-Hodgkin's yeah. lymphoma. Yeah. Okay, so that's cancer. Cancer. Yeah. So, and, but, but the, it literally had two symptoms that was on like the WebMD result that, that showed up like on my first Google result. And I didn't even look up night sweats, but that was the second symptom. It was oh, like swollen lymph node and night sweats. I was like, what? So that was what I woke up to this morning. And I was like, huh, I wonder if I have lymphoma. Well, uh, I mean, do you, I guess you won't know till you go see a doc, eh? Well, that's, that's kind of what I was getting at is I think we need to get a tune up. I feel, feel like there's a lot going on with me. Then. Yeah, let's, let's get you, let's get yeah. you see a doctor. How are you feeling lately? Oh, like shit, you know, usual, um, <laughs> drinking too much and uh, not eating the best, you know, classic. Look, these are all problems um, where we know the solutions to. What did, what, what's your diet been like this week? I'd love to hear it. Um, you know, it's been, I fell off a little bit this week. I made um, Kraft macaroni and cheese for the first time in like four years. Kraft is good though, An right? Old favorite, yeah, but I didn't realize, you know, you see when you get older, you start to know what goes in your food. You put four like tablespoons of butter in it, and that's oh. just so much. It's literally like um, just like a fucking. Is it like half a stick or something? Half like, a stick of butter. Ugh. You put it in there, and so once you see that go in, because you know when you're like mom makes it, you don't see it, but once you see that in there, you're just like, oh god, just imagining eating that butter. <laughs> um, needless to say, I visited the toilet many times the next day. <laughs> it was not great. How about you? How's your diet been? Um, it's cool. I did something the other day. I made a DiGiorno's pizza. Um, and I took it out of the, the, the package and I took it out of the plastic. So I thought that was it. And I just tossed it in the oven. Right. And then when I went to go get it, I went to take it out and I started cutting into it and I, well, I couldn't quite cut to the plate. Okay. And I didn't know what was going on. So I looked and I saw that I had left the cardboard under the pizza. Um, so that caused a big Ew. issue. So you, were, you had cardboard attached to the pizza? The cardboard was still attached to the pizza, oh, and God. I didn't know that. So I didn't bite into it. I was cutting into it. Have you looked up? Is that the leading cause of non-hopsies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's possible. I mean, that might have just onset it. Yeah. But anyway, I, the pizza, this is the interesting thing. And if you're out there and you want to know what, what happens in this situation. So the, the dough didn't, didn't quite cook or didn't quite heat up, right? Yeah. So basically... I had sort of a, a dough, like a loose dough pizza that I had to eat kind of with a fork and a knife. Okay, sounds <clears throat> horrible. Yeah, yeah, it was sort of like um, a, almost a soup actually. It was, it was that's disgusting. It was almost on the soup end, but the problem was I couldn't throw it back in the oven because it was all it was falling apart. So if you're out there, double check your DiGiorno's and make sure that you take the cardboard off 
before you put it in the oven. You know, we, we always make jokes of why they have to idiot-proof stuff so much, but this is a prime example where I think you're a pretty, you know, adapted human being. Yeah. And you still, you left the cardboard under a, <laughs> a microwave pizza. It's a mistake we've all made, I hope, at some point I don't in think our I've lives. ever made that mistake, but you yeah. know what? It's all good because... I guess, you know, then he might have gotten a disease from that. I, yeah. I don't know if it's a good thing. I still enjoyed well, the meal. What's the difference between non-Hodgkin's and Hodgkin's? I don't know. I, I should look up the difference between the two lymphomas. Yeah. Hopefully the one that I, let's knock on wood, have uh, or don't have you don't is non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Maybe. It's all right. Let me, let me see. My, my lymph node is currently mildly swollen, so I think we're, we're good to go. I think it's going away. It's, my body is fighting off the cancer. Yeah, um, it's probably your body just reacting to all the salt for that was in that yeah, thing, the yeah. cardboard and all that stuff. <clears throat> but um, cool, let's play music. Bring it right back. 
everyone okay? Jonas Brothers came back. They've had a big comeback. Uh, all of a sudden, they're yeah, everywhere. Yeah, this summer. Which is kind of genius because if you think about it, like when we were growing up, they were the biggest things. And now that their fans have grown up and they're kind of like the bad boys now, they all come back together and do it. 
Although Kevin, who's the oldest one, isn't he like he he kind of fell off. So maybe yeah, I think he's stoked to be back in the limelight. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he's happy to be back up on stage. Or I don't know. Do they play shows back? They do. Like, apparently, but yeah. I was I was reminiscing because I've been seeing a lot of Jonas Brothers stuff lately. About a time I was dating a girl that was in a band. It was like a Disney put together band, and she was opening up for. Um, Demi Lovato at the time, back mm -hmm. when she was doing her Disney days. So you and I went down to some venue in downtown LA and um, met up with uh, you know my girlfriend there. And like, like as kids, you and I were not very um, religious. We no. were also not very um, like what's the right word? We weren't just like perfect. No, we also uh, yeah we weren't bad boys either. Let's just say that. Yeah, but um, we you know a little rough around the edges. Yeah. So we're sitting there and um, we're hanging out and we get invited to join this table to go to this dinner. Mm -hmm. And we're sitting there with the Jonas Brothers and their dad, who's a pastor. And it was one of the strangest yeah. dinners. Uh, it I was just about really that. weird. Everybody felt like they couldn't do anything or really talk. And he was talking very slowly. And he was saying stuff about how the boys need to study a little more. I mean, it was just like, oh my God, this is so creepy. And he was also like a manager for other artists, right? Or other kid artists. Yeah, I think he was managing like uh, the actually like ex-girls band at the time. Right. The, he was called, it was like Jonas, I believe. Just, yeah. it was like the Jonas, Jonas Group. Jonas like Group, that? yeah. But, Super um, strange. It, yeah, so it was really funny. I mean, really just creepy vibe from that guy. I, I have a Jonas Brothers story that I don't think I ever told you actually. Let's hear it. You know, and I think about Do it from time to Nick? time. <laughs> no, no sex with Nick, unfortunately. But um, I don't think I ever told this to you. It's a really, it's, I think it's so embarrassing. When, like when I look back at like my headspace in this story, I'm so ashamed of myself for even having this thought okay. that I try and like just go. Oh, I was just, I was being a kid. <clears throat> so, Kyle, do you remember we had a band before Phantoms, right? That was sort of similar to Jonas Brothers. Yes. It's called Kyle and Vinny. It just didn't go anywhere. Basically, we were working with a couple of producers when we were like little actor kids, and they made a song for us that was called "Of Had All I Can Take." It's a horrific song. <laughs> I didn't know really how to sing because I was doing musical theater, so I used the musical theater uh, voice. And just the, the premise of this fucking song, like we were 15, it was like you're going wrong way in a one-way street. It's just like you're so busy, you have no time for anything. It's like we're 15 premise. years old. Like, what do we have to do? And the chorus is "Of Had All I Can Take." Like, you know, I need to break free. So I was, um, we, we, basically we were working with these producers and they were kind of like setting us up like you guys are going to be the next Jonas Brothers. And we were sort of buying into it, right? I, yeah. I was like, I was like, let's go, let's fucking do this. And um, while we were doing that song, I went on a road trip with my mom because she was moving out of state and, and I was in Indiana, right? Yeah. And I'm in the mall in Indi Indianapolis at the Apple store. Who do I see? In the Apple stores, the Jonas Brothers. Wow. Right? In an Apple store. They, they're they there. Swarms? Because, no, they weren't getting swarmed, but I think they were there for like the, the county fair, or the state fair or something. Yeah. But they were walking around. And in my head, this is this is where, this is the, the ashamed part that I have. In my head, I wanted to go up to them and be like, hey guys, like, no beef. Like, we're going to come for your spot. Oh, like, <laughs> not, not oh, for your spot, God. but like, like, yeah. we're, like, we just, you know, I want to be cool, but like, we're going to be, we're coming up right now. <laughs> like, oh, we hadn't man. even released the song the, the yet. Song, <laughs> and the song just came out fucking horrific. Too. Uh, dude, but like, I wish you said I that. I had like an almost like fantasy about that. Just being like, hey guys, like, 
Like, I just want to get that, like, get this out of the way. Like, <laughs> Dude, I? well, I hope, I hope we get to be in the same room with them and make that come true soon. Uh, where you go up to them and be like, hey, guys, we're coming <laughs> for your spot. <laughs> uh, like, uh, I've been meaning to tell this to you for 12 years. What a disaster. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so obviously we were weird kids. But there's a couple Jonas Brothers stories for you. We don't have anything to talk about this week, so we're going in the past. Let's play some music.
I have a question for you, Kyle. Let's hear it. Um, I don't want to sound too controversial here, um, but I, it's truly, I think we've, we've talked about it in the past, but what is, what is the big deal with Swedish House Mafia? Ooh, 
Wow, coming out a blazing. And now, like I said, I'm not trying to be, even be controversial. I look okay. I'm gonna preface this with this isn't a hate segment. We're not hating on that. No, no. I'm actually curious because truthfully, so I because they had this big comeback, right? And, again, and that's kind of what I wanted to also bring up in this. Okay, but yeah. but people people freaked out. And I get it, like they're a huge name, but I just I wonder why I even know that their name is so big. Because if you look, they've had some hits, some right? Pretty big in the the rave dance world. Like there's definitely yeah. a couple, like um, yeah. Don't you worry, child. That's a, that's a great of song. Of course, uh, one of the greats that'll go down. Yeah, uh, in history. But I think there's just there was like a few songs. So when when did they become that next level, like legendary? Right. Because it, they they haven't necessarily been around that long, but right? Swedish also, House Mafia started. It's Steve Angelo. Steve Angelo. Um, uh, fuck. Ingrosso or yeah. Wait, no. Okay, we got Axe. Axwell. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is how bad we are with this. Like our opinion on this really doesn't matter because I obviously don't even know their names. Yeah. Um, Axwell, Steve Angelo, right? I, I can't even find. And yeah, and Ingrosso. So when all this was coming out, we were younger. Um, I was like, you know, it's just sort of like EDM. I think what happened here, my guess, is that they're all big names on their own. So when they came together to create this yeah. super group, I mean, that's like having Paul McCartney, Roger Waters, and then you get Ringo Starr in that band. And you know what? You have Swedish House Mafia. Well, here's, here's my other side of this, because I was looking at something about their coming together and why, you know, like they're, how they're hinting at possibly doing a tour soon, things like that. And people are like, oh my God, it's gonna happen. I, I get that excitement. And this is coming from a couple guys that make electronic music. I get that excitement for a lot of bands and stuff, but I don't understand with DJs really. Cause it's like, like, it's just the three of them DJing together, but they all, they all DJ separately. Yeah. But then what, what changes when they DJ together? Uh, Just the, the fact that they're the, all standing on stage together? The paycheck that they receive is uh, inflated <laughs> and uh, thus being true, the production gets up. Yeah, I don't really know, man. Like, I understand, you know, like you said, when it's like a, a band coming back together. Right. But maybe, you know, people, obviously there are many, many super fans out there. Do and they again, not? I, I got to preface this one more time. This isn't, we're not hating on them. No, no. This is general curiosity because it's a world that we are pretty removed from, I'd say. Yeah. We kind of came up in a different lane of electronic music and that was always sort of parallel to us. Yeah. And I'd never really paid attention to it. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe it's just they were part of some pretty big moments, you know? So, okay. So when Axwell and Ingrosso play, because they're in like their own project, right? Yes. Um, do they not play any Swedish House Mafia songs? It's like... Is that the thing you're not allowed to play? <laughs> I don't know. Because it's like, can you only hear the Swedish House Mafia songs if you go see them when they're all three playing together? Yeah, I, I don't know. I have no fucking these are the, idea. These are the questions that remain, and I'm sure they're easily answered if I just did some research. But Yeah, well, I will say this. They, they've managed to tap into just a humongous fan base. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, like, I only know Don't You Worry Child. I think there's a couple more, but I don't... There's definitely some others, but I just have never been able to grasp are there, are how there any big other... they are. But, okay, so, like, they had their own music, but, okay, so, like, Skrillex, like, Jack you. I would love to see Jack you get back together, and they DJ. Yeah. So why is that different? Um, because, I, see, this is this is gonna sound silly, right? Because I just said it about how I didn't understand it about Swedish House Mafia. Because I, I think I feel like they all play basically the same stuff separately from Swedish House Mafia. But I feel like when Diplo and Skrillex get together, 
they play a very specific type of set that only Jackie would play. But maybe, maybe but maybe you maybe just don't get their that's set. That's true <laughs> about okay. Swedish House Mafia. Yes. I just don't know because I'm out of the loop. Okay. Well, it sounds like you got to brush up on your your SHM. Wait, sweet, yeah, SHM news facts. Maybe join the fan club. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, I would love J for Jackie to come back together. Yeah, I think that the, those songs were great. Was I would great actually love to hear Jackie's song right now. All right, well, let's play something by Jack U. Believe me, I could live without you, but I really don't want to. Believe me, I could love without you, but I really don't need to. I'm 
show? Is everyone okay? Really isn't about anything other than us just sharing our th- thoughts. Sharing music, sharing good conversations with friends. Just weird phantom stuff. Welcome back to Is Everyone Okay? here on Diplo's Revolution. Uh, we talked about a lot of great stuff. We talked about uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, <laughs> uh, Swedish house mafia, you telling the Jonas Brothers you're going to take their spot. <laughs> uh, this is just sort of par for the course of this show. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, all, it's a mess. In fact... I think the next thing I want to talk about is is, is everything's a mess, right? Oh, dude. I, What's okay. happening? Every time I log on to uh, any kind of an internet uh, social media website, weird way to say that. Don't know why I said it that way. It's just the, the Amazon's burning. Uh, our president saying crazy shit. Everyone's upset. The world, it just seems like everything's falling apart. Right. I, th- I was going to say, it's just, it's... I've never felt like the world is in such chaos, but it's like it's like this weird kind of chaos where it's being held together at the seams, right? Um, things are kind of moving along, but everything is is falling apart at the same time. It's really strange, and I think I think it's putting everyone in a really weird headspace. Yeah, like, I, I mean, mean, I feel pretty stressed out by it. Every time I look at shit online, I'm like. Like it's it's just exhausting because there's also no truth anymore. Yeah, there's no way you, you to. You don't really know what's honest and what's not. No, and that, that's the. We have this weird thing now where you have to kind of question everything while you're reading all this horrific shit. Uh, so it's like you know, part of you wants to like put your head under the sand and just not even like listen to it or know about it. Yeah, because ignorance is bliss. But at the same time, you're like, fuck, I should probably know about this. But I'm like, the Amazon's burning right now. It's just like yeah. it's horrific. I think there's a kind of nice way to sum up what's happening right now is right in our neighborhood because we live pretty close to Hollywood and we literally see the internet in Hollywood in the sense that it's all the vloggers and the YouTubers and the influencers. Guys they all shitty blonde hair. Yeah, they all live there in those like those <clears throat> big, whatever you call them, those condos. High rise. Yeah, and right next to that, a block away, isn't even the ghetto. It's actually like a shanty town that's developed under the 101 freeway, which we just passed tonight when we were driving home, which is now like full-blown shanty town with like tents on the street, <clears throat> people homeless, but with jobs in some cases. So it's just like, it's fucking chaos. Like the kids, the internet kids, they, they're not paying attention. They're all over the place. They're yeah. like, they're just making money from nothing. Just so much fucking money <laughs> like, And then these other people are just struggling so hard. And it's just, it just seems like it's all falling apart. I don't, I, I, just, I don't know what I'm getting at here, but I, I just wanted to get that out there because it's driving me nuts. Look, I'm going to come through as the reverend of hope. Please. Okay? I want to hear, I want to hear some hope right now because I feel hopeless. Look, I think this is all going to pass. I think we're in a classic year of uh, shit's just kind of hitting the fan. Okay. This happens. Would you call this a transitional time? I would call this a transitional time. Okay. I believe we are, uh, eras are changing. I believe that there are old ways being uh, challenged by new ways. And yeah. everyone's freaking out and upset. But we always end up persevering in somehow, some way. If I can get some patriotic music under this. You know, we are a people, that the human race, we, we like to stick together, to understand each other, and to always get through it. And go on. I got nothing. That that was not bad. You were getting somewhere with that. Yeah, I was trying my best. No, I think it'll all figure itself out. I just think we all got to... There really is no fucking right answer. Because there's just so many issues. But uh, I would say uh, one place to start is um, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, just try to understand the other person and not get so heated. 
And uh, that's a good. That is a good message. And just uh, fucking realize we're all humans. We're all sharing the same planet, and we got to take care of this place. That's all I got. No, I think I, I think, think you like this attempt where we're like trying not to get political at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to stay neutral. No, and not it's, offend. It's true though. Like like it, it's always it always helps to listen. Listen to the people that you disagree with because a lot of the times you end up finding out that you have more in common. Every time I disagree with my with my dad on a lot of stuff, and every time I have an actual conversation with him and I get past talking points, you know he's got his he's got his talking points, um, and we just I try and talk to him. Kind of just like, hey, you're my dad. Let's stop talking about Fox News shit. Yeah. Um, Uh-oh. Little hint. Hint at what Vinny's wow, political is, thing like, is. Is that a shocker? Yeah. Um, but but uh, it's nice to be able to have the conversation realize you actually have more in common than, than you think. So Yeah, look, not... I think at the end of the day, what to realize is, is everybody, for the most part, wants the same thing. Of yeah. A better society and things to run better. Mm-hmm. And they just have uh, different fucking routes of getting there. Um, I, you know, it's just, uh, just treading water here, trying to keep it, uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't have the answers. I wish I did. I just know that, um, like everything, stuff passes, stuff changes and, um, everything will always change and you just got to roll with it because it's just going to keep happening. I know. Well, I guess with that being said, let's listen to some house music. <laughs> Thank you. 
on Diplo's Revolution. Is everyone okay? Thank you. 